Hi, everybody. We are ready for this episode for you. We are talking grills, entrepreneurship, and cooking with pop. Pop, pop, pop. Oh, like Christmas. Yeah. Like, you got it? Like the song? Yeah. Pop, pop, There's pop. There's a birthday party at the home of Farmer Gray. We'll just start the show. And welcome to episode 104. That's right. We are still in the three digits. Ooh, this is episode 10-4. I know. Oh, 10-4. <laughs> I know. Yeah. 10-4, good buddy. Hold on. Will you, can I help you? Emma Grace. Emma. What? I need you to leave the room. What am I going to do? Go to sleep. Oh my god. It's gonna be a long time. We literally just started. Well, is Hannah gonna sleep in your bed? I don't know. Because if she sleeps in your bed, I can go record in her room. Okay, sleep in my bed. Okay. I have to change rooms. Hold on. <laughs> All of that is staying in. What, Hannah? Everyone, you're listening to the American mother in her natural habitat. As she talks to her young and moves locations, finding a new hiding place. The female of the species shows her frustration Hannah, go to bed. by squawking while her young do a dance of attention. Totally set up on my child's toy box now. The female barricades herself against her children. I'm like forcing them to sleep in the same bed so that I can have a room to myself to record this. <laughs> No, you can keep... No, leave it plugged in. Like, I literally locked the door and they're yelling at me through the door. It's like they don't know that you're a podcaster. How dare you take time to be a podcaster? Oh, my God. What if you didn't actually have a podcast and you just needed quiet for like an hour a week and you just told them, I I have a podcast, guys. Mommy has a podcast. You guys... That is brilliant. All the mothers out there, start your podcast. Just start it. You know what? Don't even tell your friends that you're releasing it and just like word vomit journal into the ether. Whatever you need to say. It's like having an online diary in 1996 and not letting anyone know it exists. It's just everything you feel. Podcast it. Yeah. We should sell uh, fake podcasting kits. And so it's like actually like plastic things that aren't too expensive and it comes with a whole kit so it looks like you're set up in the room, but you're actually just like taking a nap. (laughs) That's perfect. That's perfect. And then like you just, they're just like sitting there for hours with with over ear headphones on clicking and it's really just an audio book, like a romance novel. Yes. Yeah. It's perfect. Oh, that's, yeah. Get a little on air sign. (laughs) When the on-air sign is on, you cannot disturb mommy. That's right. I'm mommy recording. is treating this like a job. Okay. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my gosh! Uh, it's been a fun week here at 10K Dollar Day. Um, I was on John Fugelsang's show this last weekend. That's right. We didn't really publicize it that much because it kind of happened really fast. But uh, because I live in the city. And um, I'm available all the time because I have no life. (laughs) Uh, I'll probably be on John's show more coming up in the future. He's like, Lulu's available. She'll do it. Well, it's funny because Jen, uh, the booker for, um, for that, was like, I mean, Friday night, you don't have anything to do, right? And I was like, no, I don't. She'd like Friday led with that. <laughs> uh, you know, why not? He's cha- He changed his time slot. So when you and I were on with him, it was around 1 o'clock in the afternoon, I think. Right. It's now 10.30 or 10.45 p.m. Yeah. Perfect. It's late. I mean, it's great for us. Yeah. Um, and he asks, he always asks an unpopular opinion segment. Uh-huh. And 
Uh, mine was that I think Channing Tatum is a severely underrated actor, and I think he's fabulous. And I will say that someone tweeted me from the show, like someone listening really? to the show just tweeted me and agreed with me. And so um, whatever, oh, I, you know, I should have pulled up his name before I said that. Did you know that he was going to ask you that? I knew that we that he asks about unpopular opinions. So Dustin underscore B3, whoever you okay. are, you've got me, dude. I'm all about it. Had a great time. Nice. It was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah. How are you doing this week? I am good. It's been a very busy week for me because it's the end of the uh, like semester. So all of the holiday events are happening for both my own children and the children that I teach. So <laughs> find your like coaching. Holiday. Yes. Had all of their recitals. And then I had my triple threat holiday cabarets. I was also in a holiday show at Stageworks that we, I did for one night only. I'm in rehearsals with Scott and Patty to do their holiday show. So it's a very busy time of the year. In addition to being the most wonderful time of the year. Yes. You are hashtag booked. Yes. Yes. I Um, love that. Yeah. I just uh, finished a reading of a new show called Solana here in the city. That was uh, really cool. And there was a really neat moment. I don't know if I told you about this, but one of the people in the show, there were a lot of really wonderful people in the show, some of whom I knew, but most that I didn't. And one of the actors in the show was Anne Harada, who was the original Christmas Eve in Avenue Q. Oh, cool. And was also the original Charlotte in Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella, which I replaced in in the tour. Uh, So we were, you know, talking during rehearsal or whatever, and it came out that I had played Charlotte. And she said, oh, that's so fun. And then we were in the dressing room, and, and this was a cast of there were just a lot of Asian actors in it. And she said to the girls in the room, she said, how many of you have played Christmas Eve? And like four or five hands went up of these actors. And Anne had a moment of realizing that she had originated these roles for over half the women in the cast. Which was, yeah, it was really, it was really, it was cool for us. You know, it's always, it's always great to, to, talk to the person who originated something that you have put your own stamp on but it was really cool for Anne like it was a it would cool Anne moment in her life to be standing in that dressing room I could tell with all these Asian American actresses who had kind of followed in her footsteps and it was such a really great New York theater moment that's really cool and how cool for her yeah Oh man, I know. She put something on Facebook about it later. Like I, I, I knew it was affecting her when she was looking around, and then she put something very sweet about it on Facebook. That's very but, cool. Um, that was great. And I also have the biggest knot in my glute. What ever? In my left glute, I have a knot, and okay. when you have a big knot in your glute. You cannot tell anyone without them making a butt joke. Oh, I see what's happening. Yeah. And like, yes, it is my butt. But you know what? It really hurts. It really hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how? I'm in a lot of pain. Glute drama happened? <laughs> I don't. Uh, oh. I don't. I thought it was a pulled muscle, which also made a lot of people have lots of jokes because oh, all my friends yeah. are comedians. I get but that too. Yeah, but I don't think it is because it's not, it's kind of getting worse and not better. And so Uh I tried to get a massage yesterday. Yes, a massage that focused just on my glutes. And it loosened it up, but it's still, I am in so much pain when I get up and when people ask me, are you okay? I then have to say, I have a knot. And then when they say where, and I like, I, you literally can't get away from the jokes. And guys, I've heard them all. I've been hurting for a week. I've heard them all. Anyway. Yeah. I just wanted to express my frustration at not being able to talk about my pain without people turning it into a joke. Aw. I'm sorry that you, you're you not able to talk about your not. I think if you had gone with a butt joke, it would have been funnier, though. I was like, trying I to do it. I appreciate you a, trying not to do it. Yeah, I was not trying then, to, to not no, I, talk about your glute. I, yeah. I, I, I get it. I, I get it. I get where you were going with it. 
but it was an astronomical failure. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. You're welcome. All right. Uh, you want to go to Obsessions? Um, my obsession, I just finished it, uh, all five seasons of Schitt's Creek. <gasps> Guess what? I'm in season two. Yeah. Oh, get ready. It's literally the best show I've ever seen. I love it. I love Alexis. Yeah, I know. She's great. I've I've found myself actually, like, I have to catch myself because I start to, like, say things like they do. And then I'm like, Allison, you have to stop pronouncing things with extra vowels. Or, yeah, I find myself, like, shaking my head a lot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. It's brilliant. It's they literally must brilliant. Have so much fun filming that. I can't even imagine. And the, it's so it's such an easy watch because like I think Chris and I have watched like the in all five seasons in probably less than a month because we'll sit down and watch them. They're twenty one minutes long, so we'll watch like twelve just back to back. It's like two hour movie, and all of a sudden we're like, oh, we're in another season. So, uh, but I'm bummed we finished season five last night and then when it shut that's off it? we were like <gasps> that's the end well no there's one more season coming out in january but it's on pop tv and we don't i don't know if it'll be available on netflix Wait until a minute. much later i started this because you told me that that i'd be able to watch the last season i, I did not hundred percent it no, must have not, not been you then never mind i think you know i think it was i think it was andrea daveline I mean, I love it, but now I don't know if I need to... Just go slow. Oh, that's not possible. I know. It's I mean, so I good. zoom I zoom through shows, and I'm zooming through this. I, st- I just started it like three days ago, and I'm in yeah, season two. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. Well, I'm going to have to pause now and just wait until the next... Until I can watch season Yeah, and six. then just like rewatch it. I'll probably rewatch it again. It'll be a fun and, rewatch. That'll be a yeah. great rewatch. And, and I'll never know that there's stuff waiting anything. for me. Yeah. Okay, great. I'm in. Great. Um, What's your obsession? obsession, It's a book. It is a children's picture book. What? But here's the thing. My friend wrote it. And I am so impressed and amazed and touched. And it's so cool. It's called Muslim Girls Rise. It's by my friend Syra Mir, M-I-R. You can get it at Barnes and Noble. We have a link to it on the blog that you can get it from Amazon and that would be great. Um, and it is about, it's, it's a picture book and there are these beautiful, beautiful illustrations in it. And it's, I think she said it's for ages six to 10 or six to 11. Yeah. And it highlights Muslim women who have changed the world, basically. Oh, that's amazing. Um, it's amazing. It's beautifully written. It's very easy to digest. And some of the material is is hard because uh-huh. the things that some of these women have overcome are really difficult topics. Yeah. But um, Syra is a doctor, a physician okay. by trade. And she was doing some research when her child was, when her daughter was I think maybe in her belly or maybe a two or maybe going to preschool, you know, like young. And yeah. she did some research <laughs> and she found out that uh, little girls start ranking themselves gender wise as early as five years old. Oh, so really? when they interview pre-K kids and kindergarten children, um, a majority of girls say that they're bad at math and science and a majority of boys say that they're good at it. So she's like, somehow there is some cultural something that we don't even realize and it's starting so young. So she geared her book specifically to girls in that age bracket to kind of show them that they can overcome anything. And so they've got, you know, like NASA um, engineers in there and they have uh women who have escaped some pretty terrible things and they also have um a fashion designer that designs with hijabs and like really cool stuff that's awesome so i was able to see her do her reading here in new york and it's available nationwide and it would be really great even if you you know what i was gonna say even if you don't have someone muslim in your community but oh my gosh, what a great thing it would be to have this book um, as exposure because it's such a beautiful representation of that culture and kind of where it's moving to. And I feel like 
people don't understand how progressive a lot of American Muslims are. And this book yeah. is a great example. That's of awesome. It. I love yeah. that. So Muslim Girls Rise by Cy Ramir. Check out the link in the blog, please. Awesome. And Allison, what is your wish list? I have to actually say I got my wish list today. I got something oh. on my wish list. And That's it was a exciting, total though. surprise to me. Um, so I teach at Emma's dance studio on Mondays to offset the cost of her tuition. And so I teach there mm-hmm. from 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. every Monday. And That's today long. we did um, teacher gifts and we did like a secret Santa. So uh, our front desk manager, her name is Erin, she gave me my gift. She had picked me for secret Santa. And I opened this gift and freaked out. And I was like, how do you know me? And you know what she said? She had listened to one of the podcasts to try to figure <sighs> out about what I needed, and she got me the most high-tech wine opener I have ever seen. (gasps) This is exciting. She went early in the catalog because you. (laughs) So I was like, oh, my God. So it's it's like one push, right? Yeah. It looks like this giant cylinder. It's a one-push, like, electric thing. You press it, and it also is a foil cutter. It does it all. It's like hydro something something it's in a box that's like bigger than a bottle of wine I was like this is intense so I haven't tried it yet I literally just got home and then will with you make it, a was video it, of it when you do oh my it? god yes okay, with right. it was a bottle of rosé and it oh. came in a in a beautiful um like wine tote and attached to it were these beautiful coasters and then a little tiny wine tumbler with a lid that said sip <laughs> That is an intense Secret Santa gift. I know. You won for real. I won. I won. And so I was like, you know what? I I I have to use my wish list segment to say I got what I've wished for probably three or four times throughout the two years that we've been on this podcast. Oh, I'm so excited for you. I know. Uh, That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. What's on your wish list? Um, I haven't gotten it yet. Oh, way to bring things down. I'm kidding. No, it's okay. I know, right? Um, okay. It's a two-step process. Okay. I would like a professional organizer to come into my apartment and fix it. Okay. Organize it. Figure out, like, what kind of... I also don't know where the money would come from to get the pieces that I need, but I feel like there are storage things that I need that will not look like college storage things. Right. And I need I need someone to tell me what they should be and how to get them and hopefully assemble them for me. And then I need a cleaning service like once a month or twice a month. Basically, uh. I need my apartment to be clean at all times, I just don't have anywhere to put anything. Yeah. And so it's very difficult to make it look uncluttered, even if things are in a space that I feel like is their space. Yeah. So I just need some help with it. I'm not particularly good at interior decorating. Oh, I'm not either. I'm terrible. Moving things. I'm just, and you know, like I, I'm just not good at any, I'm not good at that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I just need help. Yeah. I wish there was like someone we knew that was like trying to get their like organizational business off the ground. And so they needed like, you know, a trial person. Is that a thing? I don't know. But you know how like trainers are like, hey, let me train you for free. I'm just starting out. I need like a before and after. You know, if anybody knows anyone in New York that needs like before and after picks. Yeah. I'm their girl. Yeah. Let's talk about, and they can be my 10K Saturday that month. And Yeah, and we'll promote their organization on the podcast. We'll give them a free ad. Oh, yeah. If they if they do it well. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And great. that goes for most of our listeners. If you have something you want to give us, we'll, <laughs> Allison, we'll give you a free ad. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> my address is... Just shameless, shameless promotion. Do you know that right now, so in New York, it is uh, tipping season, right? Because like 
this isn't really a thing that you do in uh, when you don't live in a city like this, but you have to tip your super, you have to tip your oh, doorman, you have to the tip holidays, like, the security yes. guard at work. Like, yeah. all these people that you don't, I mean, that you interact with on a regular basis, it, custom is to tip them. And this New York Times article came out, and they recommend you tip your doorman between 100 and $180, depending on what type of services they supply they whoa provide. that's a lot there are seven doormen in my building <gasps> oh no so i don't really know how to budget because i live in a more expensive building than my actual apartment warrants right you know um so i have a feeling that like other people some and i asked someone how much do you tip and she said i tip my super 200 bucks oh <gasps> and th- so, so there's much. also maintenance people I know. I'm like, I don't, that's, that's more than I'm buying for my family. I know. Yeah. A thousand percent. Whoa. Yeah. So uh, I'll keep you posted on. Yeah. I don't know how that goes. I don't know what's going to happen. They're so nice too. They deserve it. Yeah. I have, I have, what's your happy keychains left over? Oh, great. Can you send those to me? (laughs) And then I'll just like. I'm sure that they're really going to love a positive thinking trinket instead of cash (laughs) for Christmas. Hey, it's the thought that counts. It is. I'll tell them that. They'll be like, you're never. (laughs) And don't forget, I give them my keys every day. Exactly. Like, they're like, we will never uh, give you your keys back. Okay. So that was our obsession and our wish list. Uh, How about a word from from like an ad or something? And then we'll go into our days. Okay, sounds good. (laughs) That was clean. Let's take a minute to talk about stuff that you might like a lot. And if you do, you can visit them too. Just make sure you tell them 10K Dollar Day sent you. I love when I'm planning my imaginary vacations or even my real vacations that I can do it all from booking.com. Oh yeah, I use it a lot because not only can you find your hotels there, but you can also find flights and car rentals. It makes it so easy. I know, there's a reason why it's the world's number one choice for booking accommodations. It's super useful for our imaginary luxury travel days because they have the most glam places, but also they have stuff that I can actually afford in real life. So I can use it for everything. For more information, you can visit 10kdollarday.com slash booking.com. And the dot is spelled out. It's booking.com. Dot. Dot. D-O-T. Booking.com. Hey, Allison. Hey, what? Do you know how many people listen to 10K Dollar Day? Like more than 25. Well, there's my mom, your mom, and tons of other people all over the world that's right there are so many people every week i'm so excited to see new listeners from all over the world pop up so it makes it a great opportunity if any of our listeners have a small business or a foundation or an organization that they want some exposure for they can advertise right here that's right right here in this spot and it's so easy just go to 10kdollarday.com slash ad to see all of your options and you can have a personalized ad by yours truly and me truly hey we're back (laughs) yeah i think i should go first okay you go first okay great um i'm glad we talked about that i'm going to jackson mississippi have you i feel like you've been there no i don't think so no uh if i did i didn't do any of this i feel like we've been somewhere in mississippi uh yeah i mean we're on episode probably four yeah you know what at this point they're all gonna start to sound alike so oh that's good i'm glad that you've given people a reason to keep listening to the podcast no <laughs> <laughs> i mean for us i mean sure we i lose think track. you should stop talking okay so okay. i'm going to jackson mississippi and we're staying at the Westin. Yeah, um, we've never been there. Never been to the Westin in Jackson. It was they don't really have a luxury hotel market there, so this is the nicest or maybe not the nicest, but it is the most expensive hotel I could find. And we got kind of like just a suite, their king executive suite, which I think just really Ooh. means there's a second room. Yeah. Two nights, $592. 
That's it? Yes, ma'am. Ooh. Yeah, this was a hard one. Okay, so breakfast is at the Bread, nope, Broad Street Baking Company and Cafe. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start off with a breakfast burrito. Yum. I'm going to describe it. I'm not going to describe everything I eat, but I am going to describe this one for you. Okay. Flour tortilla with scrambled eggs, sautéed onions and peppers, three cheese blend, choice of ham, Texas smoked bacon, country or turkey sausage. Make it vegetarian by asking to substitute potatoes O'Brien. Oh. I thought, remember remember Potatoes O'Brien? Oh, I really thought you were going to be like, whoa, Potatoes O'Brien. Wait, I'm just having, um, I'm blanking. I remember well, th- what they are. Was, you do? Because I don't. Wait. It was. Who thought of it? It was in your day. Oh. Like, like a year ago. And you, they said Potatoes O'Brien. And we looked it up. It was like a big thing, but neither of us actually remember what it is. Oh. Well, have fun editing that to sound interesting. Okay, so (laughs) I'm also getting a bowl of cheese grits because I love them Mm -hmm. and a ham and cheese croissant that I'm just going to tuck in my bag for later because I did order a lot of food. But a ham and cheese croissant is one of my favorite meals in the world. So I'm getting that. Yes, because they put that sauce on it. It's never just ham and cheese. Sauce. It's always like that. Yeah, it's ham and cheese usually and a little bechamel sauce, like that white creamy sauce, and it is unbelievable. I have never noticed any sort of white sauce on a croissant with ham and cheese. It should have one. I'm going to find one for you here in New York. We're going to find one for you. Well, and I probably, I mostly get mine from Starbucks. So, so probably not there. I'm hoping that the Broad Street Baking Company includes a little bechamel. And if they don't, you know what? Life goes on. Okay, so all of those things at Broad Street Baking, 18 bucks with tip. Nice. It's real tough. So next I'm going to go to the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum because I wanted to make sure that I did something historical. And there were some beautiful parks in Jackson, but this seemed really um, Mm -hmm. important. So I went to the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum. It says... Visitors will witness the freedom struggle in eight interactive galleries that show the systematic oppression of black Mississippians, 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 and their fight for equality that transformed the state and the nation. Um, And then several, seven of the galleries encircle a central space called This Little Light of Mine. There, a dramatic sculpture glows brighter and the music of the movement swells as visitors gather. Oh, doesn't that sound epic? Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like a movie. Yeah. I can't wait. I, I can't wait to go. OK, so yeah. um, general admission is 10 bucks. All right. The audio tours device rental is three dollars and then okay. you can purchase headphones for two dollars. But it does say you may bring your own headphones, but please note wireless headphones will not work. With the audio devices. Oh, so old school only. So I need headphones. Yeah. So I Googled best headphones in the world. And an article by Tech Radar came up. And it had a bunch of these headphones, one of which I have actually, which is incredible. Um, But I chose for the purpose of the 10K day, the Focal Stelia headphones the Tech Radar review says, if you listen to songs you think you know inside out, the Stelia's precise separation of the frequencies means that you will probably hear details you've never noticed before. Oh. Guess how much money. Details you've never noticed before. Like, sounds? Like, <sighs> it's a separation of-, of the frequencies? I don't even know what that means. I I just want to hear it. I just want to try it. Yeah, I know. You know? Like, change my life, right? Like, show me how it changes my life. Yeah. Because I'm willing willing to give you the credit if it changes my life. How much would you pay for those headphones? Let's let's say they do change your life. How much would you pay for those headphones? Uh, If they're change your life headphones. Yeah. $500. I think... Your life is changed more than that. 
Yeah. I think your life 800 has I think your life has changed. Let's put it this way. I think your life has changed on sale at Amazon for $2100. <gasps> on sale. Yeah, the retail on it is 3000. Ah. Uh, $3000. What do they look like? They kind of look steampunk. They're kind of cool. They're they call them cognac color, I think because they're actually rose gold or copper and maybe they were scared men wouldn't buy that. Um but they're like metallic rose goldy copper colored and they they look steampunky. They kind of look like metally I don't know. They they look like normal headphones, a little flashier. You can get a different the big style. ones like over the ears though, or the little ones? No, they're over the ears. Okay, good. They're over the ears. Yeah, that's the kind I like because my ears are too small. They hurt with the in ear. Well, and I think you hear better. Like you can hear bass. Better, I agree I think, with with the yeah. over the ear. But three thousand dollars. Don't worry, guys. That's the link insane. that we put on the blog will be the sale link. So you save nine hundred dollars just by <laughs> going to our blog. Yeah, so. just in time for Christmas, guys. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I haven't gotten my Secret Santa gift yet. I know you're out there. Um, <laughs> You know, I never play that, right? I know. And they asked if I wanted we to play did, like White Elephant we this year. We played it once. Yeah, and that was when we fun. were in that little off-Broadway show. I didn't, I didn't mind that, but I, I refuse to play it anymore. It just makes me too stressed out. Uh, I yeah. love Christmas. I don't. I can't take the obligation. Okay, so lunch is at Pig and Pint. Hey, Pig and Pint. I like it. Here's the thing. I want to go here and I want to eat everything I'm about to say. This is not Ashley's restaurant. So if you are vegetarian or vegan, I apologize for the next five minutes. Let's say two minutes because that's a little excessive. But lunch at Pig and Pint. It's a barbecue place. We're in Mississippi. That's what we're doing. I'm going to have Pepsi Cola glazed smoked wings. Like that sounds (gasps) southern. Right? Yeah. Anytime they like coat meat in like a soda. soda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Give it to me. Give me your Dr. Pepper rump roast. I will eat that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm getting that. Now here's, okay, this is going to be a little, uh, this is going to be a point of contention between you and me, I feel. Okay. So my next appetizer is the brisket pork rind nachos. Okay. Now, remember, you and I were in Atlantic City when we got bait and switched by nachos that we thought were going to be real nachos and turned out to be pork rind nachos, and we hated them. Yes. But I feel that if I'm ready for them, and if it's a barbecue place, they'll probably be delicious. I would definitely try them, um, for sure, because I feel like the place we had them in Atlantic City, they literally just like had a bag of pork rinds like because they ran out of chips or something I don't think it was like a specialty of theirs so if this is like something they make I feel like I would actually might you know enjoy it yeah I think we'll have it if we go to Jackson and then my favorite part of any barbecue place are the sides oh yes because this is a 10k day I could actually get all the sides at the barbecue place. So I got uh, yeah. collard greens, coleslaw, fried green tomatoes, smoked mac and cheese, french fries, Ooh. potato salad, southern salad, potato salad, southern baked beans, smoked green beans, and banana foster pudding. Oh, yum. I know. Everything sounds amazing. So I'm spending 60 bucks on lunch. That's amazing. I don't even think it's that expensive for a barbecue lunch. When you ordered everything no. that you wanted. When you ordered every side. Yeah, no way. Yeah. So around this time, I typed in Unique Jackson. Because sometimes you can put in oh. like Unique Rome or Unique whatever. And like things will come up. Like yeah. 21 unique things to do in Jackson. So I put Unique yeah, yeah, Jackson yeah. and someone's Facebook profile came up. And her name is Unique Jackson. <laughs> 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 and I almost messaged her, but I didn't. Um, oh, that would have been funny. <laughs> Dear like, hey, Unique Jackson. We're looking for unique things to do in Jackson. Uh, and she'd be like, do you know how many times I've heard that? Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to Cathead Distillery. There's a distillery there. Oh. They do vodkas. Okay. They do gins. They do whiskey and bourbon. Um, they do a honeysuckle vodka and a pecan vodka. Ooh. 
they do a gin yes. and they do a special reserve gin. So, of course, I bought, got both bottles of gin for me. That was mm-hmm. $97.98. I got the same sampler of gin for Susie Andrews, our bae, because she always posts when she's drinking gin <laughs> on our page. And I felt, well, I, I should send her some gin. So Susie, you get $97.98 of gin as well. <laughs> and then I got the vodka sampler for my sister. Oh, nice. Yeah, because she just moved. So it could be like a housewarming present. So I got the pecan vodka and the honeysuckle vodka. I think they might be sweet, but maybe she can mix them with something. Um, for my sister, that was $50.98 for those two. So as you can tell, I'm not really racking up the dollars here. So I'm going to dinner at Parlor Market. It's already dinner time. And there's a five-course tasting menu. That's good. Yeah. And a wine pairing. That's costing me $120 with tip. Okay. And then I'm going to Deep South Pops, which is actually Fancy Popsicles. Ooh, that sounds good. Fancy Popsicles and Popsicle Floats. So they will take like one of their flavored popsicles and put it in either a beer or a soda. Oh, that's how I would do that for sure. Right? Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. There's no prices online. So I'm guessing 15 bucks. Yeah. I think we could go 20 guys. I, I have no, I mean, I have so much money left. So you know what? It could be a $3,000. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay. So at this point I totaled it all up and I was at $4,000. Okay. 4,000. First of all, you know what that means. We could do it. <laughs> yes. It also means that you get a pair of headphones. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, buy you a pair of headphones and I'm going to pay retail. P.S. Yeah. I'm not going to take that $900 link that we gave everybody. Um Sending those to you. So Merry Christmas. Thank I you. hope that was on your wish list because now you have those too. And then there's a spa in Jackson called Soul Spa. And I'm going to give them $1,000. And I'm going to say, fix my butt. (gasps) Fix it. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever like machine you have, or if that's an eight person massage situation, or if there's a liniment that you have from the top of the hill in Tibet, I don't care. I'm giving you a thousand dollars. Please fix my butt and my hamstring or whatever is going on in that area. Yeah. Okay. That's good. And I still have like two thousand dollars left over. Wow, really? And yeah, and so I bought you a new computer. Because <gasps> I had so many computer issues this week. You did. You had a lot of them. And I just feel like not only did I buy you a new computer, but I like upped you to the pro. Oh, that's how much I love you. That's amazing. You and the headphones. I have a whole new kit. kit. Yeah. You basically have a whole studio. That's amazing. It's almost like... You're a real podcaster and you can tell your kids, look how legit I am. Yeah, I don't have the fake stuff anymore. Yeah, this whole plastic podcast <laughs> thing is, what if, we've just been photoshopping ourselves into pictures. We started our own Instagram uh, just as friends. That's the name though of the kit, plastic podcasting. <laughs> I should buy the domain now because I think it's going to be huge. You love to buy a domain. I Let do. me tell you, that is your favorite way of committing to something you're not going to do. It is, is very to true. just buy a domain. That is so true. <laughs> <laughs> I've stood with you while you had an idea. And literally in five minutes, you were like, and I bought the domain. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I know. I feel like if I do that, then it like gives it some like truth. And I'm like, okay, I'm committed. I had the domain. I- I yeah. think it's hilarious. Should we see if it's available? We should. Plasticpodcasting.com. Plasticpodcasting.com. <laughs> okay, that's not a thing. I Hold know on. it's not. It's going to be. <laughs> now, Plastic Podcast is a thing, and we could also buy Plastic Podcaster. Oh, see? So Plastic Podcasting and Plastic Podcaster are, you know what's going to happen? If you don't buy it now, 
then someone right after hearing this is going to buy it and I try know. to sell it to you for I know. $3, then they're going to send me an email like I always get. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, it's going to be Alan this? Seals. Alan Seals <laughs> just bought it. Alan Seals. I'm calling him right now. Alan Seals of the theater podcast just bought this. <laughs> And and he's going to send gonna us a screenshot us. of his like GoDaddy account. S- yep. And he's going to be like, bought it. Uh, I'll sell it to you for 25% over overhead or something. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah. So just to let you know how that went. Okay. So it is your turn. Well, believe it or not, some of our situational money stuff is very similar on our days. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it was very interesting. I didn't let on while you were talking, but it, it, it uh, you'll see what I'm talking about. So I'm okay. going to Boring Oregon. Is it really called Boring? Yes. Like Boring Like Boring? Yes. <laughs> Wait for this. So Okay. It really is called Boring, Oregon. You should see the people that take signs with it, like entering Boring. And (laughs) I found out it was named after a man who founded the town. His name was literally something Boring, like John Boring. I don't know his first name. Um, Sure. So I... He sounds fascinating. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, okay. So I could not find a place to stay, believe it or not. So I had to stay 30 minutes away in Portland, Oregon. And so I found a VRBO and Mm -hmm. their tagline was, want to live like a celebrity? And I was like, yes. It's a 6,000 square foot house. And it says it has the best views in town, a gourmet kitchen, an outdoor hot tub, um, a state-of-the-art game room, and much more. Oh, okay. It's a 30-minute drive. Um, however, it's only 8.9 miles to Boring. So I guess maybe there's traffic. I don't know. Or maybe the roads are windy. Maybe maybe they're windy and not paved. Oh, maybe. Or, or uphill. Okay, maybe, yeah. Well, it's $700 a night, which doesn't okay. seem like that much. But then when I went, you know, like on Airbnb and VRBO, you can like actually go and see like – the taxes, the fees, the cleaning, all of that, what it yeah. would be. So once you added all of that up, it was $2,395. Wait a minute. Where where did all that money come from? Well, I just copy-pasted, but I, I think that it was the fees were almost like the exact same amount. You had to put like a deposit down and the cleaning was like crazy. It was like $600. But those fees that you're talking about, are you getting them back? No, especially not the cleaning. You might get the deposit back, but the like the fees that go to VRBO and stuff like that, that's how they get you. So they have so to you click really on have it. to take it all the way to yes, the end to, the to end. really see what your price is. Correct. You can't just be okay. like, oh, it's fourteen hundred. No, because it was almost a thousand dollars more with fees. So wow. which is fine for ten k day. So I'm staying in this Yeah, but great not little, for real life. I know, not for real life. You're so right. Um, now I have to get a car since I'm a little bit a ways away from boring. So I went to Enterprise. I got an exotic sports car for the day, $800. Mm-hmm. However, with Enterprise, it just says it could be a sports car like. So you can't like pick your sports car because it's whatever one's available. Do you know what I mean? I hate that. I know. So I'll get something. I don't know what I'm going to be driving, but apparently well, it's going to be expensive. What was there expensive. like? What was it supposed to be like? Uh, I want to say it was like a BMW. Um, yeah. Stuff like car. that. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. sort of car. I'm not okay. good with cars. I don't know. Think. Maybe <laughs> Jaguar. Right. That's expensive. That is expensive. Mustang. Right. Are those expensive? No. I don't those are so. not expensive. Yeah. Yeah. If a guy on the football team had it when you were in high school, yes. they're not expensive. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so true. Because <laughs> in my brain, I still think, ooh, a Mustang. But it's only because that's when I was 18. Ooh, he's got a Mustang because I had a Ford Escort. You yeah, know? Who's got the Camaro? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So no Mustang. Okay. That's not fancy. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay so I had to figure out 
like what's in boring, right? So I went to TravelOregon.com. And this is what Travel Oregon says. I have to read this verbatim. It says, and I quote, Boring is a great little town. It's got that off-the-beaten-track, locals-only, undiscovered-territory kind of charm. We currently don't have any stories or activities for this little gym, so we're counting on you to go exploring and report back. (laughs) (laughs) That is like someone setting you up on a blind date and being like, no, I swear, I've heard she's great. I know. I've heard she's really nice. Well, do you know her? I've just heard. (laughs) (laughs) I know. So you feel like... I feel like I have this responsibility to, like, find something to do now. Like, something great to do and boring because they don't have anything on this website. So I started started searching. And the first place I found was Breakfast Place. And it's called Sweet Betty's Bistro. Now, I hope Ashley puts the logo of this restaurant on the blog because, you guys, let me describe it. It looks like the Rocky Horror Mouth. You know, the oh, one where they oh. like bite the lip, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, but instead, it's not biting the lip. Its lips are open and it's got the top row of teeth are nice and white and the bottom row of teeth, it's like a gold grill. <laughs> Wait, what's the name of this place? Sweet, I have to look this up. SweetBettysBistro.com. <laughs> Oh, why? <laughs> okay, amazingly. And so you see, it's a little you, like wait, curled. When you, you said, <laughs> when you said the bottom of her teeth were a gold grill, I thought you literally meant a grill you would cook on because <laughs> it's a <laughs> restaurant. I didn't realize you meant she has gold caps on her yeah. teeth. Yeah, like a grill. Why? I don't know. This does not. It is Gresham's favorite family-friendly breakfast and lunch spot. I this know. makes no see? sense. Look how the lip is like curled like Elvis just a little bit. It's like. Like. And it's got like, like lines This could be the logo from the place that you got the strippers for in the last episode. I know. Uh, I thought it was genius. They've also misspelled their own Instagram name. <laughs> Or Twitter name on their homepage. It's, you guys, this is, what, why, oh, it's, it's called Sweet Betty's, Betty like the name, and then they say, join us on, first of all, join us on colon Facebook, no, join us on Facebook, <laughs> and then it says at Sweet Betty, B-E-E-T-Y, 1000. Well, maybe Betty was taken. I think Betty is an old lady and hired her grandson to put together (laughs) a website for her. And she's not good with the internet, so she never checked it. Yeah. Listen, I want to go here so bad in real life. Like, it's just fascinating to me. They have have beer and wine. I know. Well, I'm not doing that. I'm getting eggs benedict and a coffee. Okay. And so okay. my total is only like 15 bucks for breakfast. So I told you I'm on the same path as you are. Also, there's a graphic on their website of just fishnet legs. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like, Crazy, like it's right? punk. Like yeah. it's so punk. It's pumpkin pancakes. That's what they should name it. They should name this <laughs> restaurant pumpkin pancakes. That's really good. We should buy the domain. <laughs> Alan Seals just did. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, go on. Sorry. Right. <laughs> so after breakfast, my boring breakfast of eggs benedict and coffee. Um, I found out that Boring is home of the North American Bigfoot Center. <gasps> I mean, Wait, why is That's fascinating. Exactly. And why wasn't that on the Travel Center? I mean, that's How could that not be on the site? That sounds incredible. I know. Okay, go on. So you can buy tickets to like go into this museum and like look at all of these like artifacts that they say they have from Bigfoot. And then they also have like a gift shop where they sell t-shirts. Like right now they're selling ones that say Mary Squatchmas. (laughs) And then it says Boring Oregon. Like you've been there. 
I, so that's cool. I know. So I think with the entrance, I think it's like, I think it said ten dollars to get in when I was doing the research. But so with that, and I'm gonna go spend money at the gift shop. I'm gonna say that I spend about a hundred dollars at this Bigfoot Center because I think that's okay. fascinating. I think so too. I and um, I want you to at least get me one of those shirts. Yeah. See, and they also have yeah. um, you can buy uh, like the Bigfoot footprint and it's like a replica of it like it's like it's a fossil almost but it's huge because it's bigfoot and then like is it a coffee table thing like no it literally looks like a fossil i don't know where you'd put it well again my secret santa has not come through yet so i I guess that's also up for (laughs) grabs Okay, after that, I found out another thing that happens in Boring, Oregon, because, again, I'm on a mission to find all the things that happen there. They do every year the goth float. What is a goth float, you ask? I do ask. It is by far the best event for the subcultural gothic community in Boring. Hold on. (laughs) <laughs> this isn't even an international goths event nope. or a statewide goths event nope. it's just for boring goths <laughs> yes <laughs> and it says every year for the past four years that's how long it's been going on no, okay uh-huh. people come okay. they drape themselves in black and they bring their black inner tubes and they float Wait. down the Clackamas <gasps> River. So it's literally a goth float. Oh, it's not a parade float. No. It's they float on the river. Floating oh on the <laughs> So this is the weirdest thing ever. I know. Only because that's such like a peaceful and serene activity. <laughs> and then I am not a goth, so I'm not pretending that I really understand the goth lifestyle, but I do feel that there is some very depressing music and angry music that might be happening. Yeah. And so are they listening to that on their Walkmans as they I float down the river? It doesn't say, but it does say that uh, there's sometimes up to 200 participants. I want to go. And it's a four-mile float. Do, do you have to be like a real goth, or can you just dress in black and join? I think you can just go. I mean, there can't be 200 gothic people in Boring. How do you know? I mean, I guess there... I, you're right. I guess there could be. It is a town of like 7,000. It could be like the so, biggest fraternity they have in town. It could be like the Elks Lodge. That's true. Except they have a goth you're lodge. Right. Well, I'm going to pretend. How would they know? Um, so I'm going to buy some black clothes. Yep. From a website I found called dollskill.com. <laughs> 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 I will not be looking for that logo right now. <laughs> and uh, I got a purple lined Celine winter coat. It's like super long and it's black and then lined with purple. $135. Okay. And that can just go over everything I'm wearing. And then I rented an inner tube for $10. So 145 bucks for my goth float experience that I'm going to hop what on. What color is your inner tube? Black. Okay, just checking. Yeah. Just checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so super excited about that. All right. So let's say I've gone the four miles and now I'm hungry for lunch. So I found uh, – oh, my God, this day. It used to be called the Boring Tavern, and it was home to the famous Boring Topless Dancers. That I, – okay, I, I changed my mind. I don't need the Mary Sasquatch shirt. <laughs> I need a boring topless dancer shirt, like immediately. I don't. I I don't think they make them, but we should probably make them. We should probably like. Well, Alan Seals that. just made them and created a store online, guys. So <laughs> the link is in the blog. <laughs> just yeah. go to go to his uh, his pop up shop. Oh my gosh! It's yeah, boringtopless.com. Well, they changed the name, and it's now called the Not So Boring Bar and Grill. Oh, okay. And so I was doing some research because they don't have a website. 
they have a Facebook page. So I was doing a lot of like Googling to try to find out prices and that's how I found out about this place and that's how I found out they used to have topless dancers and that's how I started seeing these news articles about this person that got shot there last year in May. Oh, oh, oh okay. So I was like, with I know I was like digging, digging. And so I found this, these, they had interviewed this guy who was like there when it happened. And I'm not kidding. This is the quote that he put in the paper about what happened. He said, in boring, we don't normally have any violence and stuff like that. I mean, Dustin's a really good guy. We all know him. This is a small town. Everybody knows everybody. Don't know what got into him. <laughs> That's it. That means That's they it. knew the guy that shot the other guy. It was just like, it was just like a brawl. And he was like, I'm going to shoot him. And he's like, man, that Dustin, he's normally pretty cool. Isn't that weird? That is weird. It was like no big deal. I feel like. Like, I really want to know what type of shows their community theater puts on in this town. Right? I want yeah, to go there. It, I do, too. And I, I want to do that float. And I want to go to Sasquatch Land. I know. So, again, no menu. But I found on Facebook all the locals say the burgers are awesome. So, I'm going to guess I'm getting, like, a traditional lunch with, like, a burger and, like, a pale ale or a cider or something. So, I'm going to okay. say $30. <laughs> Okay, for lunch. That was so specific for like, or something. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a cider or a pale well, ale I don't or like something. Beer, and I was thinking that's probably a place where people drink beer. So I was guessing, okay, maybe something light like a pale ale. You know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now I have to say, guys, I spent a long time searching for more things, and that's it. There is nothing else in boring. I know it's shocking. Um, So Lulu, at this point, we are literally with our days in the same situation. I have barely spent half of my money. Barely. I'm not even there yet. I'm like at three something. So I was like, all right, Allison, start thinking. Now I am only 30 minutes from Portland. So I decided that I was going to find the best restaurant in Portland to have my dinner. So okay. I drove to Portland. I go to this place called Huber's. It's Portland's oldest restaurant. I'm getting uh, okay. steamed clams, clam chowder, five spice pork tenderloin, uh, a gorgonzola filet, and I'm going to get a bottle of the Remy Martin Louise 10, 11, 12, 13. No, 5, 6, 7, 8. What's an X? 5, 10, 10, 10, 10 11, 12, 13. The Remy Martin Louise 13. Two ounces, two ounces of that. I guess it's a shot. Just two ounces of that. Is it? Did you did you say it was a champagne? I don't know what I said it was. I think I said it was a bottle, but it actually is only two ounces of whatever this is. You said thirteen, right? Yeah. X one one one. It's cognac. Oh, so a two-ounce pour of that, $350. How much money? $350. For the shot? That's what it says, two ounces. Is that not right? Is it an upcharge? No, it is. I am looking at how much it is for the whole bottle. Oh. And even for empty bottles, and that seems to me to be a steal. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I can't wait to try it. So my total with tip, I finally did something 10K, $527.76 for this dinner. Amazing. So still, I'm only halfway there because that was only $500. So I decided I'm going to drive back to Boring and I'm going to throw the most boring party ever. (laughs) Okay. In Boring. So I'm going to call it the most boring party ever. And I hired a party planner. I Googled the average cost for a party planner, and it said it was around $650. So I contacted EllaPortland.com, and they have the cutest website. They're party planners. They do, like, weddings and events. So I'm going to throw them $650 to plan this little outdoor, like, maybe right there on the street, like in front of the not-so-boring tavern. Used to be famous, boring, topless dancer bar. And sure. I'm going to give them $1,500 for the 
cute plates and napkins, cups, and the flyers. And the flyers can say like BYOB. So they can like bring whatever they like to drink. I will supply a little bit, but you know, just to have more. Okay. Then I went to Wikipedia and I saw that the current population of Boring, Oregon is 7,762 people. But I thought, surely not all of those people are going to come out because there's introverts, there's pregnant women, there's the elderly, there's little children, right? So instead, I thought, okay, well, there's probably going to be about 3,000. That's what I thought come out that actually come to a party okay so i went to the pizza calculator online and i said how many that's a thing yeah we'll put the link in the blog okay you put in how many people are going to be there and it tells you how many pizzas to get and not only that it gives you ordering suggestions so i put three (gasps) thousand people in and this is what it told me i needed 250 pepperoni pizzas 83 sausage pizzas, 126 cheese pizzas, and 41 mushroom pizzas. That's what it told me. That is fascinating. Yeah. So Also, I'm surprised that pepperoni was more than cheese. Yeah, I know. Huh. Yeah. Do you have to tell them what state you're in or no. what kind of... No, you just put in the people. How many people? Okay, go on. So it's going to be around $3,000. It's like a dollar a person when it comes down I'm to so it. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. So, and then I'm going to spend another $800 on some booze just in case people forget theirs or it we run out. And now I have thrown the most boring party ever. I should have said the most boring pizza party ever. That's cute. For around 3,000 people. And my total in boring Oregon is $9,963.28. <gasps> Let's take a minute to talk about stuff that you might like a lot. And if you do, you can visit them too. Just make sure you tell them 10 dollar day sent you. I think I want to give myself a present four times a year. A better toothbrush? Oh, that is not enough time to replace your toothbrush. I was thinking more of Box of Style. Oh, I've heard about that. Yep, it comes once a season and it has over $400 worth of luxury goods in each box. And guess what? I only have to pay $99 if I sign up. Wait a second. For $99, I'm going to get $400 worth of items? Yeah, that math totally makes sense to me, and I can't even do math. Exactly. Well, everyone can sign up at 10kdollarday.com slash boxofstyle, and that way Box of Style knows that we sent them there. I think it's amazing. And a little birdie told me, for a limited time, you'll get an additional $25 off. This is the kind of math I could get behind. So that's how we would spend our $10,000 in Jackson, Mississippi and boring Oregon. But this is how we would give it away. So in Jackson, Mississippi, I would give mine to Operation Shoestring, which is, do you know it? I have heard of that. Oh, that's cool. It started in Jackson and I think it has spread, but it's an interfaith ministry with support from lots of corporations and uh, they have some funding and whatever, but they promote health and self-sufficiency in the neighborhoods that they work with, Um, uplifting the needy and brightening the future for us all, especially our children. So they do tutoring and counseling after school and summer programs just to make sure that the kids have all those resources that they need to be, uh, to be great students. And they also train um, the kids in leadership and civic engagement. Oh, that's so they cool. can, yeah, so that they can like move forward and help lead their communities. So I loved that. What do that's you got? That's really cool. I actually found a foundation that is literally called Boring Oregon Foundation. And you can find them okay. at boringoregonfoundation.org. And it is for this town. So they use the money raised to promote a sense of community. And the foundation supports projects that benefit their entire greater boring area. So from education to the elderly to um, different organizations that have to do with pets and homelessness and jobs. So it just kind of supports their entire town. So I was like, well, that is a perfect organization to give to in boring. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah. Boring Oregon. 
I mean, I guess if you live there, it's kind of like having a knot in your butt. Like you can't tell anyone you're from Boring without them making a joke about it. You're exactly right. I just wanted to realize I I get their pain. Yeah, because if you're like, hey, where are you from? I'm from Boring, Oregon. Oh, is it boring there? Is it boring? (laughs) Yeah. Are you boring? And you're like, yes, also my butt hurts. Um, (laughs) It's great. So here we normally talk about Patreon. um, But if you guys are looking for a way just to give a little extra money for the holidays, A, of course we will love it if you would support the podcast. But also right now on our $10K Bay page on Facebook, one of our bays uh, is running a fundraiser because she needs a little help. And so it'd be great if you would look over there. Uh, Her name is Rachel. I don't want to like spread all her business or anything but the story is there on the bay page and she is not able to spend the holidays with her family um because she's in treatment for something and the story is all there on the bay page it'd be awesome if you would just look at that and maybe help her a little bit and of course if you are one of our patrons thank you so much we really do rely on you and we use um the money that you sponsor us with for all sorts of things we just bought all of our plane tickets for salt lake city that's right. And uh, we're going to have a good time while we're there. And then Allison's going to be up here in New York for a 10K work week mm-hmm. before that. So just just get ready because our Instagram will probably be blowing up with yeah. just pictures of us pretending to be rich places <laughs> when we're really not. It's going to be a lot happening. Thank you to everybody who is here. Thanks for spending another, however long this is, time with us again. We're so thrilled to be part of your day. Um, What's your happy, Allison? My happy is that I feel like I can kind of breathe again because all of these like holiday events that I've been doing for all my kids uh, are done. I checked it off. My weekend is now officially complete. So I get to kind of breathe a little bit and uh, a little bit of time to relax until January. My happy is that I am flying home on Friday for the holidays. That's happy. Yeah. And uh, colleges take a long time off on their break. I know. That's really cool. Classes don't start up again until January 27th. Wow. Guys. That's amazing. What? I know. I know. It's like a whole month. So I'm going to be... It, it is. I'm going to be a little busy towards the second half of that break, but um, I'm super excited to go home and see everyone, and it'll be great. And that's it. That's what we got. Are you that's done? That's what we got. We're done. All right. I'm done, too. $10K Days produced by Ash Burns, who hated that barbecue segment. <laughs> Music by Stan Collins. Graphic art by Jacob McAllister. 10K Saturday voiceover by Charlie Hume. Thanks, as always, to Buzzsprout. And we'll end this episode the way we end every episode, with friends like us. Who needs amenities? <laughs> <laughs>